Hey guys, welcome to Feeling Twisty. So how's it going? It's been a few days since I've uh, done a podcast. Oh, it was a really good weekend. I was, uh, last night I was thinking about remembering when I would bring my, well, my wife and I would bring our five kids to the local children's museum. My favorite exhibit, and I think the favorite of the boys, was this uh interactive water exhibit. You had water flowing from one end that was a little higher than the, than the, it would gradually go down. And you had water flowing out the top and there's all these different pegs, these little posts throughout the water. And you could take little pieces, flat pieces and curved pieces and place them in the slots all along the route of the water as it flowed down. And you could adjust the water. You could dam it up, make a big pool. You could dam up everything except one and make it a really fast rapids. And as I was thinking about that last night, and because I, I personally like the term, the living waters, thinking of uh, what God being referred to as living water. It's mentioned in Jeremiah and uh, in the New Testament where Jesus is quoted as talking to the woman at the well that said, you don't know who you're talking to. If you'd asked me for a drink, I would have given you living waters. And in Jeremiah, it says, for my people have done two evil things. They have abandoned me, the fountain of living water, and they have dug for themselves cracked cisterns that can hold no water at all. And from my understanding, the way I see that, we've forgotten who we really are. We've forgotten that the living water is inside of us. The living water is us. Everything flows from that. And in that, that verse that I just read talks about how we've forgotten that. We've dug our own cisterns and built our, uh, made our own cracked pottery vessels to hold the water, trying to do things on our own, trying to use mechanisms in this physical world outside of us as if that's the place that our salvation is. And it's not. The living waters is inside of us. Because in that verse, it's personal, personifying the living water as God. And the Bible, throughout the Bible, it says that God is within us. God is us, our own I amness, our own awareness of being. And like that, uh, back to that exhibit at the Children's Museum. It was fun changing the course of the water, changing the flow of it. But that's what we do all the time, and, and we don't realize that we're in control of it. That living water is flowing through us and from us. And with that living water, we, we make up the rules. Just like my kids and I got to decide which direction the water flowed and how it pooled and how it uh, how fast it went the same with our lives everything our own awareness is what makes up the rules we each one of us set up rules of what works and what doesn't work for us i know in previous uh, episodes i've i've poked fun at affirmations and vibrations but and i shouldn't have poked fun Maybe I poked a little too much fun at it, but it, if that's, if affirmations are 
certain types of meditation, even certain positions, si uh, sitting or lying down. or If affirmations are what help you get to that point of accepting your desires as a truth already happened, already done, then go for it. That's all I meant. I just, I don't see a need. I don't have a need for it. I just go right into my desire. What do I desire? Mm. And I accept that desire is already fulfilled right then and there. I don't wait to get home to write down a list or write down affirmations. But really, we're affirming all the time. So when I say I don't do affirmations, I, I just don't write them down and post them all over the place to try to program myself or send a message to the universe as if there's something outside of me. That's what I mean. Because as my desire comes upon me, upon me I, I affirm right there that it's mine, it's done. And then live in the end. By living in the end, that's just assuming that your wish is fulfilled. Assuming, I can't remember the exact definition, but it's, it's a lot like the definition of faith. Believing that something is true in spite of or with, with lacking physical evidence or facts to prove that you are right. So you, you assume that your wish is fulfilled and you live from that assumption that it's done. And just like this, the, the water exhibit we determine the flow of the living waters. And we, each one of us, make up our own rules. Because the Bible says, and I go, I go to the Bible a lot because like I've said before, I, that's what I was raised with and I studied it in a different way for many years. Now I'm seeing it in a whole new light and I enjoy it. And that's one of the little things I've made up for myself that I like to read it and I like to find truths hidden in there. But I also like to experience, experience my wishes fulfilled. For so long, all I did was study, 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 listen to podcasts, listen to uh, YouTube videos about Neville Goddard and all these things that he was teaching and studying his lectures and studying other people that have studied his lectures. And I learned a lot of cool stuff, a lot of stuff, some wonderful people out there. But what I'd been doing, what I was living in the state of, I need more to get this right. I need more. I'm not quite there yet. And that's the end I was living in. I was living in the end, but I was living in the end of, under the, the, the assumption that I don't have enough information, that I'm missing the mark so I need, I need to study more, I need to read more. And instead of just getting out there and experiencing life and enjoying it, enjoying the birds and just, I love, I love cooking, all these things, spending time with the kids, watching football. I still did those things, but for so long I was always thinking, well, I, I need to be studying. I'm wasting my time, I need to be studying. And so that's exactly what I kept experiencing in life was just this, I'm not quite there. And so I was, I was successful. I was living in the end. 
of that assumption, of that wish fulfilled. That was my flow, if you will. My living waters were flowing that way. And for me, writing down stuff, just, it's just not my thing. Which is cool if you do it. Because the neat thing is, I've been, uh, a couple weeks ago, I wanted to do a podcast, an episode talk called Create Your Own Rules. Because each one of us is God within them, within each one of us, experiencing this life as individuals. What you experience is your little universe, is your universe, and what I experience is mine. So all of these rules, even science, all of this is based on our own assumptions. And you don't need more and more episodes. You don't need this episode. You don't need me. You don't need anything outside of you. You don't need to do what I did and live in the end of assuming you need more. I need more. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I've got some stuff, but oh, just, I must not have enough. More study, more study, more study. Instead of doing what Mr. 2020 says, just play. Have fun. I read on another site, and I'll, I'll put the link to this site uh, I found over the weekend. Oh, it's loaded with beautiful things, beautiful articles by some beautiful people that have... So, oh, man. You're going to like it. I'm going to put the link in the description. Oh, uh, now I forgot what I was going to say they said. But anyway, I'll put that link to that. But oh, here's what they said in the, on that site in one of the articles I read yesterday. You don't need, I mean, you're not studying and reading books and listening to YouTube videos or episodes of my podcast or anybody's to get through your daily operations, to get your, through your day, to live your life from moment to moment. You're already assuming things to be real and to be true about your universe. Everything. And I'm, it's cool because I only want to talk about, I only do talk about things that I experience. So I know from experience that each one of us gives life to our universe. You don't need to write affirmations to get up and get to work or, you know, all of these to turn on the news, to watch a football game. Everything you experience is based on your assumptions of what you've created in this world. So each one of us makes up the rules for ourselves. I'm going to read something. It goes along with the, uh, the whole imagery of the water and the flow. I found, I came across this this morning after thinking about the water exhibit. This is from uh, Neville Goddard's lecture, Sharing in Creativity. The world is an externalized play bearing witness to an interactivity of the soul. If you see experiences as horrors and become emotionally involved in them, they tie you to them. But if you can see that which is ex external to yourself, but reflecting your thoughts, you will change their flow, thereby departing from the thoughts, from thoughts which would bind and curse you.
So the world is just an externalized uh, image of what you believe to be true, your assumptions made to appear in the physical world. And when you, you label these things, you see these things that you come across in life and you, and you label them, that's uh, horrors and, and awful things or good things, whatever. But it's you're labeling them. You're giving meaning to it. Someone else on the, uh, in the Facebook group, one of the Facebook groups I'm in, Liz Luna, uh, posted something last week that everything is meaningless. Everything is meaningless except for what the meaning is that you give it. I'm totally botched the quote. <laughs> but everything is meaningless unless you give it meaning. And you get to decide what it means. Another thing from the I Am Love website that I found. You know, I used to get caught up in, I, I would get in a loop of getting bumped and, and having thoughts, you know, come up that, like, oh crap, I'm not living in the end. This, this, this means the thoughts I'm having, what I'm feeling right now, that means I'm not successful. I wasn't successful. I need to go back. I need to go back. Oh crap, oh crap, in an endless loop of, oh crap, I got it now. Oh crap, I don't got it. I got it now. Oh crap. You get the picture? But that's only because I was given meaning to that. So why not assume that you got this? That regardless of the thoughts that pop in your head, you're still on track. You're still living in the end. Everything is happening according to your wish fulfilled. You create the rules. Absolutely. And I know this from experience. You give life to everything you experience. It's a beautiful, wonderful thing to realize that and to know that. Once you know who you really are and that you, you need nothing, you don't need me, you don't need all the different websites and YouTube videos. But, you know, please listen to me. <laughs> you don't need that because everything is within you. I am. Moses asked God, the self-existent one. That's what the yod hey vav hey means, self, the self-existent one, self-existence. What do I tell the people of Israel? You're who you are. And Israel means he who rules as God. Not he who will be like God, but he who is God. So who do I tell people? Who do I tell people you are? And the self-existent one says, I am that I am. I am that I am. Or throw a comma in there. I am that I am. I always think of Popeye the Sailor Man. Remember the song? <laughs> Something he would say, I am what I am, and that's all that I am. I am that I am. I exist, my awareness of being and your awareness of being. All of us dreaming that we're this limited body, that we are it, that this is it, that just this body of this mightness that I am is all there is. Just dreaming with amnesia of who I really am. And when the Bible says in uh, Psalm 78, it talks about, it starts with, hey, the writer of the Psalm says, hey, listen up, I'm about to tell you parable, and I'm going to tell you a parable and a riddle. 
And then he tells the whole story of the people, of the Hebrew people of Jacob and, and their capture, their slavery in Egypt and their freedom, all the way down to where it says, and the Lord uh, awakes, he wakes up as if he's been drunk with wine. He wakes up and he sees his son David. That God, that Lord, that Allah, Krishna, Vishnu, the Brahman, whatever name you call it, they're all beautiful names. I love the imagery in all the old texts. But all, all of them are saying that is within us. That's who we are. There's one God, one spirit, one father of all living in all of us, through all of us, all of us. Paul in Ephesians didn't, he wasn't uh, writing just to the people at Ephesus. He wasn't writing just to people, you know, uh, of the Christian faith based on what, what we've been taught is Christ Christianity. He was talking, the person who wrote that, he was talking to all of us. There's one Father, one Lord, in all, through all, above all in you and in me, in the Democrats and in the Republicans, in every nation, every person, all of creation, God dwells within. None of this would exist without your own consciousness, your own I amness, your own awareness. My experience of my universe is different than yours, but we're all one experiencing this wonderful game. If you've ever had a lucid dream, I have, they're fun. If you're not familiar with that, uh, that's where you, you realize, you know you're dreaming within the dream. And when you do that, you can experience. I've, I've done some cool things in those dreams where I know I'm dreaming, where I wake up and I affect change. I make things happen at the, just by deciding them to be that way. I do it intentionally and consciously in the dream. But the cool thing is, we're in a dream right now. We are in a lucid dream, awakening to the fact that we are the dreamer. And just like in our, what we call dreaming while we're sleeping, and we're, when we have those lucid dreams and we can make things happen, we can fly, we can, heal people, make buildings appear, and drop bombs on the buildings. All of these things, that's just a representation of what we can actually do here. I'm not saying drop bombs on people. I'm saying that we're dreaming. And as you wake up, you realize that you are giving life to all of this. So give life to some fantastic, fun things. And don't worry, don't worry about an errant thought about I'm not doing it right. Don't get caught up in, I need to study more, study more, study more. Your desires are your desires and they're God-given desires because God is inside you. In Proverbs, it says that uh, a desire, unf I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, but a desire unfulfilled makes the soul sick. But a wish fulfilled 
is like eating from the tree of life. So why would that even be in there if we weren't supposed to fulfill our desires? In that same uh, website that I mentioned earlier, uh, I Am Love, this was beautiful. I read this this morning. Think of your desire as a promise. Don't think of it as, oh, one day I'll have that. Oh, that would be nice. No, whatever that desire is, that's God nudging you, giving you a little nudge like, hey, I want to experience this. I'm going to experience this with you, in you, as you. So let's do this. Let's experience this. So I love what they said in the article I read today. Think of every desire as a promise. It's already done. It's a promise. It's inevitable. And live from that assumption. And that little glimpse of the desire, see that as a little glimpse into what you're going to experience in the physical world. A little glimpse into the quote-unquote future. Think of every desire as a promise. It's yours already. You wouldn't have the desire if God didn't give it to you. Assume it's fulfilled, that it's done, and live from that. Then if you think you get bumped, don't give that meaning. Don't get caught up in trying to worrying about all the mistakes you make. Stop giving them the meaning of mistakes. Remember, this is really like a Bob Ross painting. <laughs> you remember how he used to say, you know, put a tree in there. I'm not going to try to do his voice, but put a, put a tree there wherever you want. It's your world. Put a happy little tree right there. That's what you do with all of your assumptions, everything you experience. It's your world. What are you painting? Paint some lovely images and live from those fulfilled. Throw in a happy little tree too. All right, guys, I love you. This is Feeling Twisty.